Okay, you ghost, you like to hit people? Why don't you hit me, you big pussy? What are you gonna do, shit in a toilet? Come on. Jump up and spit out John Boyd's corpse onto the guy. <laughs> Poop spoon, diddy hoo range, hoop de scoop de poop. Is it some sort of weird butt plug? It's time for Yuletide Yoga. Oh, great Holmec, give this man strength of the snake. Oh, hey, look, I have three tits. You know, you might as well pee on a little bit of dead meat, right? Look, mommy, I made a beard. Better than vagina. That should be on the box. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Geek Juice Radio 2.0. I'm Alexis Jowski. Tonight we got Martha. Hello. And we have another guest, Fiona. Hello. Yeah, and we are talking about killer doll movies. Uh, this was inspired after seeing Megan, which you have not seen. I have not. I have not. And I'd like to know if it's actually worth paying movie theater prices for or if I should just wait for it to hit Netflix. Well, I always see my stuff at matinee price. And that is true. I'm usually only buying one or two tickets. Yeah, no. Usually when I go to the movie, I'm on, you know, the hook for five or six tickets, depending on the day. Yeah, Megan's a good movie. It's streaming now, though. You can, like, watch it on Prime or Xfinity. You probably have to rent it, though. Yeah, no. See, I don't don't rent things. I usually wait for them to be free. Like, would you, would you pay, I mean, were you happy with your purchase? I was happy with my purchase. Yeah? Are you saying that because people haven't had time to hate on it yet, or because you really did like Megan? Because I really did like Megan. I had a fun time with that movie. You know what it is. It's just a killer doll movie. It doesn't try to be anything else. Oh, good. Good. I don't like when they try to really kind of make my horror have meaning. I just, I like my horror to be horror. It has no meaning. It's just this girl invents a a toy, because she's like a toy maker. Yeah. She she invents it to take care of her her niece that she now has custody of, because the parents die in a car accident right at the beginning. Okay. So this lady that she works for a toy company, and she she can't handle raising this kid, so she makes Megan to take care of the kid. So she creates a babysitter? Essentially, yeah. Nice. She didn't want to pay those really high daycare prices. I don't blame her, man. Daycare's expensive. Yeah, and Megan takes care of her, tells her to flush the toilet all the time. That's a weird thing. To tell. Well, I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's full care babysitter. Yeah. Maybe this little girl didn't know how to flush the toilet. How intense is this doll? Because it plays off the whole AI getting smart, right? Yeah. Gotcha. She gets gets smart. But uh, Megan came from James Wan, who gave us a couple killer doll movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty notable name. Yeah. um, On a lot of the list of killer doll movies, it has Saw, because there's a doll See, and I, I so disagree with that. I, I, don't you, don't you disagree with that? Absolutely, I disagree with that. I don't know why Saw should, Saw should not make any other list besides, like, honestly, torture porn. Like, yeah, that's really all those movies are good for. But then James Wan made The Conjuring. Yes, and The Conjuring is pretty freaky. I love The Conjuring. People can bash it all they want, but I enjoy The Conjuring, and, and I like the whole. Story. I like so, it. Fiona introduced me to The Conjuring. Yeah, no, that that The Conjuring is definitely high up on her list of things to watch. Is it still, Fiona? <laughs> yeah, it is. Have you seen all three yet? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you've seen them all. Um, because we were introduced to Annabelle, who got her own franchise. 
Well, and that was, you know, that's going to bring me into the movie that we just recently watched, uh, Robert. Robert the Doll. What did you think of Robert the Doll? Just immediate okay. reaction before we do a deep dive into it. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. What'd I, you think, Fiona? It was, it was horrible. Yeah. It, it was, it was bad. And you know, one of the things when me and Fee were watching it, the thing that she pointed out first was... The actual Robert the Doll that they based this off of, well, loosely based this off of, was actually a creepier looking doll than what they used. They literally decided to use, like, male Annabelle. Did you notice that, too? Yeah, because, well, the actual Robert the Doll, then I'm sure you already know, it's uh, friggin', what's his name from Ghost Hunters? Zach Baggins. He has the doll now, and he has it in his museum in Las Vegas. Oh, did they purchase it? Because I know that the doll used to reside out in Florida. Yeah. Wasn't that where it was originally was in Florida? And I know it was a part of like a tourist shop or something for a while. But the actual doll literally looks creepier than the doll that they designed. Because they did. It was like that they wanted to try to like... It is. It's the male Annabelle. And it's so stupid. <laughs> it was... I. It, one of the things that irritated me the most about it was the fact that like when the sugar gets knocked over... They have to do this crazy panning up to see the little sugar on his shoes. It's like, dude, we saw the size of the footprint. They could have left it at that. Yeah, but um, the movie is mostly about this hysterical mother. Well, and the thing that irritates me, and actually the one thing that I kind of like about it, is she's a total Karen. Like, uh, oh my uh, god, the maid forgot where the dustpan was. So they so fire her. They fire her over forgetting where the dustpan is. And so, yeah. And and the it's maid- this a clean house, and the one thing that we get that she's screwing up on is she can't remember one time where the dustpan is. And they fire her, so she gets her revenge by dropping by giving the son this uh, killer doll. Yeah, this murder doll that you know she she makes this murder doll, you know, or that she you know whatever binds it, that spirit to it, or and I just. Oh, that movie irritated the heck out of me with that. And the whole time, you can't even like the lady. Like, because she is. She's so... She's so uppity about everything. And it's like... And then we have all these things. Oh, she's schizophrenic. Um, Oh, schizophrenic. Like, are you kidding me? The little kid in the movie spends most of his time in bed sitting up going, Huh? As this woman comes in screaming at him several times. And it makes me wonder because it's, it's... they kept too old of a boy for that part. They did. That boy like, is like I, 11 or 12, but he's playing seven. Feels like they were supposed to cast like five, a six-year-old, like somebody that would actually like need care. Or like, I just, it, it, it was so, and it's like, it tried to allude that the maid and this boy had a close relationship, but it alluded to that. There was no proof. No, she just, you know, and then it's like, oh wait, maybe she didn't like that little boy at all. And she just wanted, you know, to get back at mommy for all of this but yeah no that they could have they could have really ran with the whole you know lore behind robert the doll and made a good movie instead they made that trash did you know they made sequels to it too did they really yeah i'm I'm not gonna watch them no i'm not gonna watch them either and i don't know why they would waste money on that i you know i, I don't know maybe they thought they had the next great thing but the acting was terrible the little boy was far too old and how are they gonna with how that movie finally decided to end how would they even do sequels off of that with that doll i you know what i mean 
it, well, let's see. The little boy kills the, the parents. So presumably there's an estate sale? Maybe he gets locked up and then somebody else buys the doll. But then with how creepy they decided to go ahead and make that doll, nobody would buy that in an estate sale to give to a child anyway. But, you know? Yep. Yeah, but then Annabelle, what did you guys think of Annabelle? Well, here, Fiona, why don't you start us off? What did you think of Annabelle? I like Annabelle. Um, I like it. Did you see all three Annabelle movies? Yeah. Yeah. Which one which one was your favorite? Probably the first. The first one. The first. I would have, I think the first one is the best one. I mean, the other two are t- they're they're okay. I'm not a huge fan of the sequels to it, but the first one definitely is the best one. I really liked the second one, that Annabelle creation. Oh, did you? Where it's in like an orphanage. I really uh-huh. liked th- I liked that one better than the first one. Did mm. I just, with that one, I don't know. Maybe it was just, there was a lot of predictability in that one, though. I think that's what I didn't like as much about it. But it's similar to Megan. It doesn't try to be anything other than what it is. And what are those demonologists that have the whole animal story? I can't think of their names. Ed and Lorraine um, Warren. Yeah, it really put their museum on the map. The whole Conjuring franchise really put them on the map. And the other thing that I have to ask, like... How does one become a demonologist? Because that seems like one of the easiest jobs on the planet. And I'm kind of sad that stuff like that kind of went out. You know what I mean? Like that they literally made a living back in what, the 70s and 80s being demonologists? Oh, me, not me and a friend years ago were like, we should get a job as paranormal investigators. Could, we could just make it all up. We you could. could. You could come up with some of the most unique things and all you'd have to do i was thinking about this because after watching that they literally ran their own business running around the country investigating paranormal things like that's kind of like living the dream not working a nine-to-fiver yet they were able to support themselves plus a child doing this and yet nowadays it'd be so much easier to make that stuff feel authentic because we got google We literally have tax records are all public information, you know, everything like you could literally just Google, oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to say that this, this and that. That way, when they fact checked me with the Google, I'm going to be 100 percent right. Or you could just go into someone's house with fake equipment and say, oh, oh, yeah, super possessed here. Let's let's get the ghosts and I'll certify you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? There's actually some, there's a, there's a thing on YouTube. These two guys, they're an offshoot from something on Buzzfeed. I can't think of their, well, Shane is my favorite. What's the other one? Unsolved. Have you watched Unsolved? No, but it sounds familiar. Maybe I have. Um, they go to supposed haunted places and one of them completely does not buy into it. You know what I mean? He, he's very, very much a skeptic and it's kind of, fun to watch them go into these places like honestly with all the different like youtube content out there for this type of stuff they are by far my favorite to watch they're really good because there's a podcast i listen to that uh they do paranormal stuff and just creepy stuff yeah um because they also did like a whole thing about like disasters and was like oh yeah those are scary but does it fit with the thing the paranormal scary yeah but they they would constantly do bonus episodes of just episodes of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And so I uh, 
vicariously watched through them. I mean, I watched some episodes of Ghost Hunters, but it, I had much more fun listening to these people describe it. Yeah, well, and I, I've, I've seen quite a lot of Ghost Hunters. For a while, Lily and Fiona were both pretty obsessed with Ghost Hunters. Watching it pretty... I mean, it was... It, I, it got to the point where I just couldn't stand it anymore because they had it on too much. I just and love... It's so traumatized on everything that they're... So dramatic that I, it just... Ugh, I no. just love how... Zach Baggins talks crap on all these ghosts all the time. Yeah. Like, he just goes around, Okay, you ghost, you like to hit people? Why don't you hit me, you big pussy? Yeah. The, um, he's, like, going against everything <laughs> that the Conjuring people said not to do. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's, break, he's breaking the stereotypicalness. I don't know. That guy's really attractive, though, so I'm I'm pretty much okay watching him. So, yeah, he's in a... Another one on here, um is Puppet Master. Did you watch any of the Puppet Master movies by chance? I mean, I didn't ask you to, but... I haven't seen them. I don't think Fiona has seen them. Did you see Puppet, any of the Puppet Masters? No, I don't. No, and it, um, I, I know I saw the original a long time ago. In fact, I think it might have been with you. Probably was. You bought me. My, my first Blu-ray was Puppet Master 3 that you bought for me. Yeah, yeah. That's how long it's been since I've watched them. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, they're, I mean, I don't know. I, the doll movies, it's not my favorite genre in horror, that's for sure. Well, there's Child's Play. Which, yeah, that one messed with so many people. That one really set the bar high. I think that's why most of these fail, is because all the Chucky movies, it did, it set the bar really high. So, Fiona, you've seen all the Child's Play movies. Yes, yes, I have. What's your favorite? Um, what's the one with um the child with? Well, they all have a child. They all have no. a child. <laughs> I'm trying. Bride of Chucky. Yeah, Bride of Chucky. That's the one I know she's watched the most. Or do you yeah. mean Seed of Chucky? Um, I think was it? Well, I think no. I'm almost positive. I know, but I, I think you watched Bride of Chucky more than Seed of Chucky. Well, no. I don't know. She's watched them pretty religiously. They all kind of blend together. I'm not going to lie. She has them on so frequently that in my brain, they all blend together as just one mega movie. Oh. Yeah. Growing up, my friends and I, we loved the Child's Play movies, but there were like only three of them for the longest time. Yeah. And the first three are just straight up just regular horror movies. And um, then, yeah, the, yeah, they are. And then finally, and then it, Bride of Chucky comes out and we go to see it and it's a comedy yeah like well we were caught off guard i think that's why a lot of people hated it was because it it went from just straight up slasher kind of flick to that and i think it disillusioned a lot of the the, the child's play fans you know what i mean like i don't think the audience was ready for them to change it like that yeah. and they did the same thing with Seed of chucky but then curse of chucky was like a return to form. It was a good horror film. It, it's like the it didn't happen. Like it just kind of it, it did. It synced back up with what the franchise started as. Although it didn't forget the things that happened. No, no, it kept so. It, it keeps but, Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> yes, which I think that they had to. I think there would have been too much of an outcry because it's like I mean. M- 
me and your generation, we were all about, you know, those original three, where then you've got somebody like Fiona, who's brand new to all of it, who wasn't even a thought in people's minds when the original three came out, where she got to watch all of them. And I don't think, and I think that's why she liked Bride and Seed so much, because she didn't have that weird, oh, whoa, what happened? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, But then there's... Cult of Chucky was the last, most recent film. Yeah. Which I watched that one with Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the TV series? We did not watch the TV series. I know my friends watch it. Yeah. I don't. Like her. Yeah. Like, but it's a big thing with that. Like with the middle schoolers as of today, they're really into it for some reason. Like hardcore into it too. Which is weird because they were so rated R. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's so different now with, like, Netflix. Because I don't think parents are doing their dual diligence when it comes to streaming services to really vet what their kids watch anymore. It used to be easy. When you went to rent movies as a family, you could tell your kids, oh, no, that's R, we're not renting that. When you take them to the movie theater, you can be like, nope, that's R, we're not watching that. I'm not buying you tickets for this. With the streaming service, there's nothing really there. I mean, I'm sure that there's parent locks somewhere, but it's not like they're super easy accessible unless you have it on like a true kids Netflix where it blocks anything that's not like Y7 and below. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. Not like a good parental control, especially over like the middle school age where they can watch the PG-13, but they can't watch the R, you know? And with the streaming, I don't feel like parents are censoring their kids as much as we got censored or or i should say our generation got censored like i was never censored my parents didn't care what i watched there was they, a long period where there wasn't like when i was little little no nothing was censored robocop was a totally hard violent r movie that they made kids toys for yeah. and marketed to kids and made a cartoon of but then sometime in the, you know, mid-90s, there began to be like, hey, you should pay attention to what your kids watch. Watching, yeah. Which, I mean, it's hard because, I mean, this goes back and forth between, like, censorship. Like, what should we keep from our kids? What shouldn't we keep from our kids? I don't keep much from my kids because, in my opinion, they're going to be exposed to it. And the more I try to fight them on something, like listening to certain bands, it's just going to motivate them more to go listen to them. Yeah, I have What that. do you uh, Fiona, do you, do you think I overtly cen censor you, or do you think I under-censor you? Probably under. Under? Well, you are 11, and your favorite genre of movie is horror, so... <laughs> Say something, but I know you're right. <laughs> but then, but, Lily hates I mean, horrors. <laughs> Lily hates horror, but I've never kept it from her, but I've never pushed it on her. I mean, Fee, did you ever feel like we pushed horror on you? No. No. Mm. I used to hide that my buddy doll around to scare Lily. Maybe that had something to do with it. That might have had something to do with it. You never know. You never know. That might have traumatized her. Because Lily has... Well, and with what Lily likes to watch, she would have no motivation. It's not that it scares her. Not that It doesn't give her nightmares. But she just she's not into it. She's not into blood, guts, and gore. You know, I think 
and I mean, horror has always been a niche thing. It's not for the general population in a way. Like your psychological thrillers are a little bit more, but your true slasher flicks and stuff, they're not catering to the whole population. They're catering to horror fans. They are. You get movies that are just like light horror that are kind of like well, for everybody. But that And that's kind of how The Conjuring was. Because Lily, who hates horror, she's watched The Conjuring movies. Because it's not, it's not the gore and gunk and gross. You know what I mean? It's not grotesque. Well, I mean, it is a little bit, but not, not the way some horror is. And it's a lot more jump scare. It's kind of like with The Conjuring, because it's like, with, like when, when original Scream came out, you know, it was this big deal. And people were renting it. And, you know, middle schoolers, high schoolers were all about the jump scares and everything like that. Because, honestly, the slasher flicks of the 80s, they're not really jump scare movies. They, they're more geared towards the slasher side of things. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what and makes Scream a big deal, though. It is, because when you got into that, oh, it's more of a jump scare, and you'll even have horror fans today that they talk about how either they're into the gore flicks or they're into jump scares, and some of them absolutely hate the jump scare movies. They're like, oh, that's not true horror. You know, oh, that's just filled with jump scares, you know? But there's a whole, like, I mean, honestly, there are certain nights where I love the jump scares. That's part of what draws me into the horror genre, is I like the adrenaline rush from getting scared. So, it irritates me when all these people are, like, bashing things for being a jump scare movie. And it's like, dude, that's what I go and watch it for sometimes. It's to get scared. It's like... It's like the people that are ride junkies. They love the adrenaline of going on, you know, your amusement park rides. It's it's the same sensation. It's the same thing. Like, and I honestly, there are times where I would prefer just to watch jump scare movies over watching all the blood and gore. Jump scare movies are so much fun to watch in a crowded theater, though. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Well, and that's, and it also, with the jump scare, it, it builds kind of a, like a camaraderie. And I know a lot of people like to talk through and be like, oh, nothing scares me, nothing scares me. And I swear, those are the horror fans that bash on jump scares. Because they feel like they have so much to prove that they're tougher than the movie, that they won't watch the jump scare movies because they don't want to jump. And I'm like, you're missing a whole element of horror that is awesome if you don't. You know, if you just want to auto-bash on jump scare movies. Yeah, uh, Megan is PG-13, I believe. I mean, I, yeah. I believe so. It's not very violent. Um, really? No. The the hmm. deaths are surprisingly just, you know, not that much. And, yeah, that's... you know, it's not like Megan's going around like Chucky cussing every, every line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's one of, and it, it's kind of a little bit sad, because I'm not going to lie, one of the things when I'm looking to watch something new horror, I typically will skip over the PG-13 ones, um, just because, they, like, I don't know, it just, it feels weird, the horror light with the PG-13, you know what I mean, like. It occasionally but, works, though. It works with Megan. Yeah, well, and. I know that they want to keep them, especially, I mean, there's a good spot. I mean, jump scare movies, in my opinion, I will watch the PG-13 ones there because they're there for the jump scare. You know what I mean? And honestly, it's way easier, I think, to scare kids than it is adults with that stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, one thing, though, that uh, Megan is getting a lot of acclaim for, like, well, not acclaim, um, talk that there's memes about it is she sings 
And she sings this song, Titanium, which I don't know the original. Like everybody else does. <laughs> is this some pop hit or Yeah, what? it's some pop song. Titanium. Uh, yeah, look and see what song it is, because now I'm curious. Does she, like, sing the kid to sleep with this song, or what? She does. Um, she sings a couple times throughout. Let me see. That's, that, that's an odd doll thing that I don't know if I've ever seen in a movie. Well, it sings lullabies. Okay. You know, to the little girl. And this little girl is appropriately cast. Not like that one in Robert. This kid is, like, seven. <laughs> Okay, so it makes more sense. Like, this kid would be out there buying the American Girl dolls. Yeah. And in fact, the very opening of the film is a commercial for these, like, Furbies. Oh, God. <laughs> and um, all they do is, like, say rude things and poop. Like, they literally yeah. poop. And they go, wow. ooh, I'm pooping! Oh, God. And that's why the opening is so ridiculous, because the parents are, like, trapped in this snowstorm fighting. They can't see anything, and, you know, this truck's coming to kill them the whole time. They got this Furby going, oh, oh, whoa, I'm pooping, wee! Oh, wow. So was the little girl in the car accident with them then, or did they just randomly have her doll? Oh, uh, no, she was with them. Okay. But she was leaning down to get the doll when they, the car hit them. Oh, Wow. Okay, it looks like that song to Titanium is by somebody named David Guetta. David Guetta, what song? I have no idea. Sia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sia does a lot of a lot of music, so I'm going to assume it's pretty popular because she's pretty popular. And it seems accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Oh wow! My grandma's song. That's funny. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Megan is good. Uh, I love the Child's Play movies and Annabelle. Uh, what else would I have on these lists? Let's see here. You haven't seen Puppet Master. Not in a long time, and Fee has not seen it. Although, now bringing it up, honestly, I kind of forgot Puppet Master existed. They're all on Tubi. Are they all? You know what, Fee? You should check out the Puppet Master ones. Yeah, there's Demonic Toys, which is from the same studio. Yeah. And it's got this baby Oopsie-Daisy. That, you know, it's just a baby doll that walks and cusses. Because it's <laughs> yeah. like, hello, I'm baby oopsie daisy. I can walk. I can talk. I can even shit my pants. Can you shit your pants? <laughs> I- I've obviously seen that movie. I might have seen the beginning of Puppet Master because of Kill Count. Oh, yeah. Kill Count probably has done stuff on Puppet Master movies. Oh, I bet they have. Kill Count is so awesome. I like that show. Um, You know, the that guy that runs it what's dead meat yes it has a really good podcast his podcast is okay i'm not a huge fan of his co-host not, not gonna lie i'm not a huge chelsea fan um i just like that he doesn't just look at the movies the same way he does in kill count yeah no i like that it, it's a different in-depth dude and honestly kill count I, I like watching Kill Count, like, right after I've watched the movie. Just kind of, I don't know, it just, it, it, it works really well. You should try that sometime if you watch a horror movie. Then check out the Kill Count on it. It makes it a lot of fun. And it looks like there are Kill Count videos for the Puppet Master movies. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay, then that's why Puppet Master was familiar to her. But she should, that should be on your, your list to do if you, you need to check those out, because those are some OG horror 
And then the it's, series goes really bad downhill to where, like, the puppets aren't even, like, animated anymore. Like, you could literally see the hand holding it. That's, that, that's, yeah. Well, and that's, you know, that was one of the harder things. It's crazy with us becoming the old generation and the whole new generation. It's it's weird because it's, like, stuff, like, there's things, like, she super enjoys, like, you know, killer clowns from out of space and stuff like that. But it's not on the same kind of levels that we enjoyed them. Or it's like when I show her, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. It's not the same because, I mean, movies have just... I mean, everything that goes into movies with special effects and everything like that, it has advanced so tremendously since the 80s that it's almost when I take her back to some of those movies, it's like watching a bad stage play when it comes to the special effects. Just because of the advancements that there are now... Yeah, definitely. It almost makes them comical, you know? And it, it hurts my heart because, I mean, think about how many Friday the 13th marathons me and you have had. You know what I mean? And, with, like, doing all these things and, you know, at one point in time, that was kind of cutting edge. And then here we are now where it almost makes them comical because it's so outdated. Um, That reminds me, there is another killer doll movie that's a lot like megan actually came out in 1986 called deadly friend it's a wes craven movie Ooh, i don't think i've seen that i thought i saw most wes craven stuff but it's like a boy gets a, a robot friend that's played by christy swanson and it goes crazy and kills people to protect him although it is gro gory it's got oh. um what's her name Anne ramsey who you hate you hate that woman who's Anne ramsey who's that woman She's Mama Fratelli in The Goonies. She's Mama in Throw Mama from the Train. I hate that woman. I hate her. I hate her. Please tell me she's got a nice gory death. She has the best death. Like, if you ever look up a clip of this movie, it's her death. Because the robot goes in and um, throws a basketball at her head. And it knocks her head right off. And she and knocks her head off. <laughs> and she runs around her house like a chicken with its head cut off, just running around <laughs> with blood spurting out of its neck. Okay, I might have to watch that then, because just, I hate that woman so much. Just that clip. I know, she's a great actress. You just She scared you. <laughs> no, she's not. No, she's horrible, and I hate her. And Throw Mama from the Train was just the worst thing ever. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, here's the the video of it. Uh, you know, you, you, I'll link it to you. You can watch it. You know, it. I'll link it to me. I'll, I'll totally watch it later because I, I do like the idea of her dying. Like, you know, one of the weirdest, like, dolls that that freaked me out? Like, and I know that the doll wasn't really killing anything. It was that freaking clown doll from, um, what was that? Poltergeist. Uh, Poltergeist, thank you. Yeah, that one shows up and on I know list it's too. Not, oh, well, it's not truly like a killer doll, but that doll, that doll creeped me out. Like I, it really did. Poltergeist, that 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 clown doll, it, it definitely creeped me out. That's one of those creepy clown dolls that, like, how could anybody buy that for their kid? Yeah, like, why would you have that in your kid's room? But. I mean, if you look at, like, old-school Halloween costumes and just, honestly, old-school dolls, like, people bought weird stuff. Like, and and that was, like, cutesy, and their kids actually, like, played with it and stuff. It's kind of like the whole, like, the Amish dolls, the ones that don't have any faces because of the vanity and stuff like that. Like, those dolls, I don't know if you've ever seen those for sale anywhere. I've 
now where I live, I'm exposed to a lot more Amish, like, craft stands, I guess you could say. <laughs> and none of their dolls have faces at all. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. Okay, you're going to have to look them up. So it's an Amish thing, and it is. It's it's dolls they make for their kids to play with, but because of their religious views about vanity, none of their dolls have faces. And their children um, literally play with these no-face dolls, and to me, they are creepy. But to, like, all those kids, since they don't get the other types of dolls, those are their toys. Those are what they play with, even though, like, I'm... There's a group of Amish that, that, that shop at my store. They come in once a month. Um, they, like, rent a bus or something because I usually get a whole bunch of them all at the same time. And my store is set up next to a tractor supply. So the men folk head on over to tractor supply and the women come into my store. Um, and their kids carry around these dolls. And to me, it looks like it's straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> like, legitimately. But to them, it's just their toys. So that, you know, you never know what parents will buy their kids to play with. There's um, a, a movie. Oh, God. There's a dog doll named Lily that's haunted. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Doll named Lily. I don't know. Finders that Keepers. Would have it was a sci-fi channel see. movie. Oh. Oh. And she's just the ugliest doll ever. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the, but people have been doing haunted dolls forever because wasn't there, it was either an Alfred Hitchcock's present or it was like a Twilight Zone. I remember watching it. It was this little girl doll. Oh, yeah. That, was, it, it that was, a, was Twilight Zone. Was it Twilight? Okay. But, and it was older. Like, I mean, we're talking like my parents probably like watched it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, the doll's name was Talky Tina. Talky Tina. Okay. <laughs> and I think that was... Are you sure it wasn't Hitchcock? Per se? Oh, no, you're probably right. You, there you're was also right. another was Hitchcock one about a killer doll, but that was uh, a marionette, which we didn't even get into marionettes. I hate marionettes. I hate them so, so much. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, no. Yeah, I remember we would scare you with that marionette. You would throw at the theater. You would I throw that thing in the trash, and we'd take it out of the constantly trash and put it I right threw that back thing in your office. So many times. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hated, hated. I just marionettes—they creep me out. I don't like the way people make them move. I don't like how people are all into marionettes. I really, really don't. Well, I don't really know why they even exist anymore. Not a whole lot of people into marionettes. There's not a marionette culture as much as there was back in like the the old days maybe well and i don't know why people would ever i don't know why marionettes exist to be 100 percent honest i mean that just was like setting people up to get haunted by them like they just mm -mm, nope i don't do marionettes at all there's another um there's a twilight zone there's an alfred hitchcock presents that also have killer marionettes yeah no i don't i hate them i hate them well, yeah. and um, the one, what is it, The Boy? Did you ever watch that one? Yes, I did watch The Boy. Oh, that movie irritated the shit out of me. Like, the whole, the, that doll, like, I just, oh, that, that movie just, that movie just pissed me off. It, it really did. Technically not a killer doll movie. No, it's not, because the doll Spoiler doesn't Spoiler alert. <laughs> yep, no, the doll, the doll does not kill anything. The doll... <laughs> is a doll like and it's funny because it's so set up and it's like oh yeah no this is the time when the doll's actually just a doll there is a sequel <laughs> like a doll. they made a sequel to that yeah um 
It's called Brom uh, the Boy 2. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, no, the first one was so awful. I don't know if I would ever watch the sequel because that, yeah, no, that was just stupid. Yeah, um, but the boy, because it's basically the their son is not the doll. Their son just lives in the walls of the house. Yeah, um, which is so stupid. There is a much better version of that. It's a 1974 movie called Bad Ronald, where it's to say... See- kid that lives in this house like his he lives with his aunt and she dies and so he, and he just lives a, in the walls yeah he writes a note that he's run away and just lives well he lives in the house until the house gets sold and these people move in oh and wow so he's like oh i guess i'm just gonna go live in the walls now and spy on their teenage daughter the whole time oh creepy and like he comes out of the, the walls like all dirty and unshowered and he's like i love you Ooh. Is he like a teenager or younger? He's a teenager. Okay. Oh god, so he's watching. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's a messed up movie, but I like that better than the boy because it's at least this one's honest. This this kid's living in the walls. Yeah, he's just living in the wall. <laughs> like it just tells you what it is, and it gets to be creepy that way. Yeah, rather than I just. The parents pretending like, oh yeah, you got to move this doll around. You got to feed this doll. You got to do all this crap with the doll. While the parents, meanwhile, went and killed themselves in that movie. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to actually take care of our child anymore. So we're done here. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They they went and killed themselves and this nanny stays there for like three, four days. Like, aren't they coming back? It's been more than a couple hours. Yeah. Well, it's like, I think the doll genre i don't think it will ever go away speaking of you watched the doll which i did not get around to you didn't get around to the doll oh wow oh it was trash um and it's sad because there was a lot of potential there to be a good movie been good but they just made it bad they just made it bad and that that chick the russian barbie doll chick she is zero talent oh god she she did I get it. It's cool. She spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to have all these plastic surgeries to look like a human Barbie doll. But the fact that they went ahead and threw her in a movie with zero acting ability just just made it worse. Yeah. Um, like, I overheard uh, co-workers talking about that movie. They did not it like it. It was rough. No, it was. And it, it sucks because they actually could have made a pretty cool movie. That chick, they should have spent some of the money that they spent on just bullshit camera shots. They should have sent her to some sort of, like, acting classes. You know what I mean? Like, especially given the way that she already looks, and they wouldn't have to CGI into her looking like a Barbie. It could have been a cool movie, but no, it definitely wasn't. But, I mean, she's not a real doll. I mean, she's pieced together parts of women you know, as a little satanic doll thing. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it's so awful. Like, I mean, if you ever just want to sit and laugh at a movie, it's a good one to watch. I might, I might. I, I it, it is. I mean, through. it is. You'll, you will laugh at it. I mean, on that standpoint, it's entertaining to watch because it's so bad. Yeah. I, I laughed through that infinity pool movie. What is Infinity Pool? I don't even think I've seen trailers for that. No, it's it's really indie. I don't. I'm, I'm surprised it even played here. Um, yeah. It's it's from David Cronenberg's son. Does that make it? 
Does that mean it was supposed to be good? I mean, you can't yeah. really judge a kid off their parent. Well, it's got Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, who are two actors I like. Because Mia yeah. Goth was in Pearl, and I loved that movie. But no, and they just it's, sucked. it's... The whole movie just sucked. There's a, There's a point where, like... She's breastfeeding him, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like some weird, like, Grapes of Wrath breastfeeding? Like, how old are we talking? Like, how? Like, oh, wait, what was that one weird movie with the stick baby nursing? Oh, Little Otic. Yeah, was it like that? No, these are full-grown adults. Full-grown adults. Yeah, and then they they get all these clones... You know, and they, one point they pee on each other, and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Dude, are we getting back to weird independent films now? Yeah, I think we are. Cause this wow, it's, it's finally looping back around? Yeah. I would like for it to loop back around, because for a while there, I mean, independent, independent films meant they weren't weird. It just meant that they were trying to be really good movies. And I would love for independent films to go back to being weird shit again. Um, but since you mentioned it, Little Otic is technically a killer doll movie. It's a 2000 I was going to say, film. yeah, uh, Little Otic would be killer doll, kind of. I mean, killer tree branch. Yeah, but she treats it like a doll. She has this, it's it's a stump. It's like a log. Yeah, it is. It's like a, yeah. And she just pretends that the uh, the log is her baby. And walks it around town and tries to convince everybody, yeah, we had this baby. We had this baby. I'm not just, you know, infertile. Yeah. And it just kind of comes alive and kills people. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, dolls have been such a thing. And I don't know if it's because of, you know, the more realistic looking ones. But I mean, in like every single culture i think there's dolls i don't think there's a single culture that does not have dolls for their children to play with no there is something yeah like there's always you know some representation of either you know another child or a baby and you know i had there was this one guy telling me that the reason that you know people you know make their kids play with baby dolls and stuff like that is because it's training them how to take care of babies and stuff like that. But, you know, honestly, when my kids wanted to play with dolls, I never thought about it as, like, some sort of training. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if dolls started out as, oh, it's a training thing. Like, I, I really don't think it did. I, I I don't believe that it was ever a training method for any culture of how to actually take care of a baby. I mean, God, my girls would drag them by their legs up the stairs and stuff. It was never, like, or maybe my kids just are going to be bad with babies. I don't know. But I don't think any... Which one? My Elsa doll. Oh, yeah, Elsa doll. I mean, drawing on their dolls, cutting their hair. Like, I, I don't know how anybody could still have views that dolls were a training thing. And no. that's why boys aren't supposed to play with dolls. Because boys aren't supposed to raise children? Maybe. Maybe boys aren't supposed to ever raise children. Maybe that's why they're not allowed to play with dolls. I have dolls. I got those two baby dolls I bought when I worked at Walmart. Yeah. Phil well, and Philomena. And they There's live in my closet now because anytime I'd have somebody over to spend the night, they'd be like, those dolls scared the hell out of me. Uh, yeah, because it, it's creepy for a grown-up to have dolls, especially if they're not from their childhood. You know what I mean? Like, But it's it's like that whole... Have you ever heard of like the, the, the reborn dolls and stuff? I get them at my store every once in a while. Where they're baby dolls that are so realistic that from a little ways away, you cannot tell if it's a real baby or a doll. Have you seen those before? 
I have, yeah. So we get them in, and it's kind of this weird, okay, so some women that have lost a baby or miscarried or stillborn, they'll get those dolls as like a mock-up kind of replacement. You know, they'll get them weighted to what their baby's weight was, stuff like that. Some of them use it as like a therapy tool. But Wait, the people like that, it's, um, it's to replace their stillborn? It's kind of a replacement. Well, it's a it's a form of like a therapy thing. It's kind of like some people won't necessarily get the reborn dolls, but they'll get like the stuffed animals that weigh the same. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a cuddle toy. It's or something to hold. They get a stump because that's like oh, literally the plot of Little Onik. Onik, right? Well, but then so you have that side of this, but then you have this really weird. It's almost like I don't want to say a kink or a fetish. But a lot of the people that buy them are obsessed with people thinking they're real babies. Like they, they buy strollers, they buy car seats, they take them into the Walmart. They want to like trick all these people into thinking that they have this baby. And it's the oddest thing I've ever seen because I don't get the people looking for therapy tools at my store. You're not going to go to bargain hunt to buy a therapy tool baby. I get... The weird ones that come in and ask if we've received any, you know, rebirth dolls. And it is just shocking how much they put into these babies. They come in, they buy baby clothes, they buy diapers on occasion. And I've got four people that are really, really into it. And it's this whole odd little subculture. But that brings me back that the dolls are such... And there's so much going with dolls that we will always have doll horror. In 500 years from now, when we're all dead and gone, our great, 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 great relatives are still going to be talking about horror movie dolls. We will. They will. It, it's never, it, the doll genre is never going to stop. There's not going to be some end all movie that ends people making them. They're not going to ever achieve, oh, this is the greatest one. There'll be no more. Like that. that that's never going to happen. It's kind of like the same thing. With the Pocahontas theme, you know, you've got... Avatar? Yeah, you've got all the Avatar, you've got so many. That theme of somebody coming in and turning native, that's going to be a continuous theme. They're always going to come up with new ways to code it into new movies for the next generations to come. Although, in future generations, we may just actually have killer dolls. You know what? Maybe. Maybe it's going to get to a point with how sophisticated our AI is and how the metaverse is coming. I mean, maybe we will. Maybe we will have to have little killer dolls running around because in the metaverse, we can't actually kill each other. So we're going to have to send out these little dolls to do our bidding. Yes. Assassinate the people we need assassinated. Right? Yep. I'm going to say that's the episode. I agree. And I kind of talked a whole lot over Fiona, but full disclaimer, she's 11 where she's just here to kind of give her opinions here and there. Yeah. So yeah. wait, you know what, Fiona, what is your all time favorite doll, killer doll movie? Probably uh, The Bride or the Seat of Chucky. Yeah. One of those two. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Mine is probably Curse of Chucky. No, Cult of Chucky. I loved the last one. Cult of Chucky. Curse and Cult of Chucky. I liked a lot. Um, so I, couldn't give myself a favorite doll movie. I, I'm not that much into the doll thing. So just you're, really you're just going to settle for Robert then? Y- you know what? You know what? Maybe Robert could. At least a Karen bites the big one in that movie. I'll give it that. I love how when she goes to track down the maid in that movie, I guess the maid <laughs> lived in America. 
because then she goes to this place where everyone has American accents. I think they just forgot to tell everyone that they were supposed to have an accent. Because she goes and this guy comes up, he's like, Howdy, ma'am, what you doing around these parts here? <laughs> what are you doing over there? You know, let me let you into this home. Like, yeah, no, I just, God, that movie, that movie was something else. Yeah. I wouldn't even suggest people to watch it with how bad it is. That's one of those movies where I'd be like, don't waste your time. Like, it's not even bad enough to be in a a watch list, you know? It is. But, yep, that's going to be our episode. Next week, Kevin, Charlie, and I are talking about Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yes. Like all the movies. Viva Las Vegas. Well, there's a lot of really good movies that all take place in Las Vegas, so you got that going. A lot of good ones, a lot of bad ones. Really Uh, bad ones. There's some TV shows. Yeah. So. And I could always broach into the whole Pawn Stars scheme, too. They're in Las Vegas. I have Pawn Stars in my notes. Oh, that's funny. Well, and you can go tour that now, and uh, you can take a picture with the cutout. Actually, I think my brother has a picture with the cutout of Rick from Pawn Stars. Ah. um, What was I going to say, though? Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great night. Good night. Night. I love the creepy dog that always follows me.